Hey, welcome back to Tiger Talk tonight. Thanks for joining us on this Wednesday night. Appreciate it as uh, we've had a little, not much activity because of a little help from the weather yesterday, but we still got some things to talk about with Nevada Lady Tiger and basketball coach Blake Howard. In fact, two games over the last week. And then uh, now the Lady Tigers uh, sit idle as they were yesterday and will sit idle the remainder of this week before they get on the road next Tuesday to head to Seneca for a Big 8 West play. And of course, when we come back for next week's program, we'll be talking about the front night tournament and the seating thereof. That should be coming out this weekend um but uh, a little bit going on first of all two and oh we were sitting here talking just before going on the air and i didn't know it until i just happened to look at it uh identical 65 29 scores against monette and east newton didn't it didn't hit me last, or monday night after the game yeah i didn't register that either until like i said uh before we went on air that uh just looking at some stats on huddle and it was identical scores and it was kind of identical situations too the way we came out in both games and held them uh to zero before i think we might have went on a 9-0 10-0 run before they scored uh, in both games and then pulling the starters in the third quarter i mean it, it was literally identical from thursday to monday so uh yeah it's kind of crazy but um super proud of our girls and how they performed those in those two games well let's go back uh and before we get to the before we break down the games we'll let people know that there has been some rescheduling done uh and i'll mention this later in the program as well but of course uh, nevada losing the games last night at home against lamar uh they have been rescheduled uh, not playing them together uh and although they are playing double headers yeah that's going be a little bit if you were at Webb City you knew that situation with McDonald County uh, playing the Webb City boys well we kind of got the same situation here Nevada Lady Tigers are going to make up the game from yesterday against Lamar now on uh, Tuesday the 23rd of December so uh, next Tuesday and that the Nevada Tigers are home that night on the boys side to play Carl Junction so that now turns her into a double header night for the varsity uh, there's also going to be JV and uh, freshman games as well but as far as the varsity is concerned girls will be playing at six against the Lamar and then and the boys will turn around at 7.30 and play Carl Junction. So that means we're going to have some crossover crowds and a lot of buses outside and uh, a lot of people roaming around. It'll be an interesting night, that's for sure. <laughs> that and then the 29th, too, and you'll, you'll talk yeah, we'll about talk that about with Sean, the boys. Yeah. But, yeah, so like I uh, sent a message to you, we, we lost one super night and we got two. So <laughs> it's going to be a little tricky there, but that's all right. Uh, you know, boy-girl double night, uh, it, it is a longer night, but we really enjoy it because mm-hmm. it uh, allows the community to come out and support both boys and girls basketball yeah and then you mentioned this let's go ahead and mention it that the lamar that the du bois game against lamar for nevada will be made up on january 29th that's a monday when uh, the Nevada lady tigers are home that night against frontenac and then uh, the boys will play lamar after that game so uh, there you go and it'll have the pretty much the same schedule so we'll cover all that as the day is going on but let's now go back to the game against monette 65 29 as we know and uh, nevada getting a victory the notable thing about this win and uh, monette was already two and oh in conference play mm-hmm. you were playing your opener and uh, just kind of made a laugher out of it uh you know winning by 36 points and uh, uh really putting your stamp on saying we're back and ready to go for the big eight west race well i mean the way we we've set up our schedule in the beginning uh and as competitive as it is it, it's for this reason right here um you know we took our lumps early and throughout those 12 games before starting conference play and so when you play some of those high caliber teams that we did and and uh bigger schools that we did uh it's going to set you up for success and so uh you know monday or not monday sorry thursday against monette um it, it started us off on the right foot uh you know we talked to the girls about some of the players uh that monette have and and i thought we did a really good job of, of knowing where they were on the 
the floor and uh, communicating on the defensive end. And, and that being said, uh, that started us off on the right foot on Thursday night against Monette. Well, you take a look at uh, some of the numbers. The notable number here is 19 to 2 in transition points. Obviously, your defense was getting it done. Yeah. And I mean, when you put Kara Phillips on the top of that 1 3 1 zone, uh, she just makes a lot of passes very difficult just because she's so lengthy. She touches some. Uh, Katie Johnson, I, I still cannot figure out how she's able to bait people into these these passes. I mean, I, you watch it on film and you're like, she's wide open. And then Katie Johnson comes out of nowhere uh, and gets a lot of steals for us there uh, on that second level of our 1 3 1 zone. So when you got those two players uh, flying around and, and making. Uh, I guess the offense for the other team, very difficult. Um, good things happen. And then when you put Clara Swearingen in there with her basketball IQ, uh, the way she's able to even advance the basketball, we saw that Monday night against East Newton. Uh, she does a really good job of sharing the basketball to her teammates. And they had 25 turnovers and you only had six. Well, that, I mean, that, that was, we, we've been on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we, early on in this in, uh, in our season uh, and then against uh, Web City there earlier in the week too. Uh, and so especially that first half, uh, we struggled to take care of the basketball at times and so uh we've had we've been on that side uh we've had a chance to learn and and understand that we got to value the basketball and once again we set our schedule uh for that that instant right there well, Nevada get the, the victory, 65-29, uh, led in the contest by Clara Swearingen with 23 points. Lakin Applegate with 18. Uh, you know, we know what Clara's capable of. Lakin has really been coming on scoring-wise. Yeah, and I mean, that's this is kind of like where I, I visualed Lakin being. Uh, you know, I, I knew whenever we graduated Maddie, um, we had some girls that could step in, and it's going to take a couple to re, to uh, make up her scoring. But um, Lakin's done a really good job over the last couple games and, and being able to uh, – really really make up that difference and so uh really proud of the way she's playing not only is she catching and shooting the ball really well mike she's actually looking to get downhill too uh second chances she's got several offensive rebounds against the monette uh team on thursday her and kara and kaylee or not kaylee uh, kj those three just continuously got offensive rebounds for us so uh when you got girls that are selling out and, and trying to go grab uh rebounds for us and give us those second and third opportunities good things are going to happen so I, i'm really really proud of the way that lakin's playing um even on the defensive end uh she's at the bottom of her one three one zone and uh the last couple games mike we haven't given up very many points down there well nevada moves into uh, east newton on monday night to take on the lady patriots uh, again the identical 65 29 score nevada getting the win to go to eight and six overall two and zero oh in conference play you mentioned the one three one zone and uh she playing the bottom of that one three one well it was the player on top of your one three one zone that really stood out on monday at east newton that was kara phillips uh her best night of the season maybe the best night of her career uh, as well 14 points and uh, just played havoc out there on the top of that zone absolutely and i have no doubt that's probably her career high i mean i'm not very good at keeping track of all that um but yeah i mean Kara was Kara's due for a game like that just because she's been so active at the top of that one three one all season and even last year when we jumped in and we put her up top, uh, Kara's put a lot of lot of time uh, on the offensive end and and trying to finish the you know after that Web City uh, loss on Tuesday. 
next day at practice, that's what she was working on. I was trying to finish those layups and around the basket. So, uh, you know, it carried over a little bit on Thursday and then definitely on Monday. I mean, she, she was even shooting the ball really well, Mike, but, uh, her transition, getting touches, being able to get, uh, down the court without getting the ball poked from behind. Like we saw against Thursday, we talked about that too. Mm -hmm. Uh, she did a really good job of being coachable and, and understanding, uh, when you hear the wolf call, depending on where you're at on the floor, uh, you can't take any more dribbles. You, you, you got to know that she's right behind you uh, and go up with it. She did a really good job of that, but even run the floor. Uh, you know, I, I thought the way that Clara advanced it, Katie uh, advanced the basketball to her, uh, when Kara's very athletic. And so when she it was either getting touches or, or causing turnovers, she was sprinting her tail down the floor and, and doing uh, really well for us on, on that as well. Well, again, forced 26 turnovers out of East Newton. I think you had turnovers from them on your first four possessions when you were jumping out that 9 nothing lead. Yeah, and I mean, that's just been our, our, our key to success, Mike, is our defense. And, you know, we've been struggling at times on the offensive end. And if we can get uh, off on the right foot on the defensive end, our offense doesn't seem to struggle as much. So it uh, has been a pretty big emphasis uh, so far after, just even during Christmas break, but after Christmas break, uh, we really we really needed to focus on the defensive end for sure. Shooting the basketball had been a little bit of a problem for the last couple of years, well, since the first of the year. Shooting the basketball had been a little bit of an issue, but a pretty good night on Monday down at East Noon, especially from beyond the arc, 43.5%, 10 of 23. So a much, a much certainly much improved over the last couple of games. Yeah. I mean, it, I think a lot of it, though, Mike, is, is the way our girls are sharing the basketball. And we're making that extra pass to the open the open shooter and, and getting a, a great shot, you know. Uh, I, I thought there was times uh, over the last couple of games where uh, someone could have shot it. It could have been Kaylee, Clara, Lakin. I mean, you just can go on. And they, they were unselfish. They made that one more pass to uh, their teammate, whoever it was, that was wide open and was able to catch and shooting rhythm and once again when you start doing those things uh, as you can see from the perimeter we're shooting the ball really well and sharing the basketball really well right now well the beta got a lot of success a lot of success going I don't want to ignore the you know the other teams you got going the JV and the, and the freshman or C team whatever we're calling it this year uh, but uh, uh, they didn't play Monette but uh, had a little, actually didn't play East Newton either but uh, your JV team with a couple of nice wins as well yeah I mean once again they took their lumps early too mm -hmm. uh, you know we've, we've been playing freshman JV uh, level against all those other schools that the varsity has as well so uh, they've seen really good competition as well and so uh, you know it, it is a little frustrating early in the season because you <laughs> want to have success and you want to get wins and and you want to play the, you know, the right way. Unfortunately, uh, you do run into teams that are better than you. And, and so uh, our girls have done a good job of sticking together and staying, um, you know, positive mentally and uh, we've uh, really uh, I guess benefited from that the last couple of games well as it turns out uh, you now have a, a gap that you filled in your schedule with the Lamar game last night being postponed now until the uh, 23rd <coughs> pardon me uh, next Tuesday because you had a big gap in your schedule at the mm -hmm. Frontenac tournament what didn't play again until the 29th something yeah. like that, that so you had a, over a week off uh, so this kind of turned into a little bit of blessing of disguise and I have to play back-to-back -back nights and now you fill that big gap 
Uh, yes and no. I mean, we've we've kind of experimented with this the last couple of years. I think maybe just last year was our first year or two years now. But uh, we actually went to the Clinton tournament right after the right. Frontenac tournament. And we I, I don't remember having like eight games in 10 days, it seemed like. <laughs> and so it was just crazy amount of basketball in two weeks. And so... Um, you know, last year we, we did have that week off and was really able to um, recover. Uh, the Frontenac tournament's always super competitive, and we played four games in, in that week. And, and uh, so we took that week off, got out of that Clinton tournament, um, not only for the recovery, but also we had potential to see Clinton three or four times in the mm-hmm. season. And so that doesn't really benefit anybody. Um, and so uh, we, we just decided to get out of that um and so our girls have done a good job i really liked it last year when we had it off uh with the recovery but then after the frontenac tournament it being three straight days you had no practice time to even work on the stuff that you saw from the tournament that you needed to get better at and so uh really liked that last year uh it could be a blessing uh, in disguise because um now we get to come to practice on monday and instead of having all week off we do get to have a uh, play tomorrow, but we do have a game on that Tuesday, the 23rd. So um, I think so. Uh, it's going to be big for us. We got to get those conference games in anyway. So might as well play it the week that we don't have anything. So uh, looking forward to it. We got a lot of basketball here in the next couple of weeks. And so, um, you know, this team here, probably not really a good idea to take a lot of days off. We got to stay as structured and, and uh, in rhythm as, as much as possible. So uh, I, I think it could be a really good thing for us. Now, I think you got another break coming up. Uh, if I remember right, you got pretty a break between the end of your regular season and when district play begins because you end your regular season wasn't like the 12th or something like that so. yeah so we go like a week and a half with nothing and that that's something that that uh, coach hawks the ad and i we, we try to find teams to, to play that and unfortunately we can't because um we we tried to go north mm-hmm. and get even people in our district i know it's like back-to-back playing that week and then going into districts but uh everybody's schedule was pretty set uh you can't play um eldo or anybody close because they're, they're they're smaller and they're already in they're districts, already in districts that exactly week, yeah. so i mean it's just really <laughs> difficult and uh you know with us going uh a little different style of of the big eight next year with conference play and stuff like that that's something that we gotta i gotta do a really good job of is finding games during those weeks so that we don't have a lot of downtime uh, and we don't look so rusty when we came out we come out that first round of districts yeah because uh, even though it's gonna be an expanded uh, division I guess you could say going from seven teams to nine a number of those schools are still in classes one through three and they'll be playing a, a week earlier in districts so it'll be interesting but at any rate that's a problem for another day right now your focus is uh, your next action which will not be this week but uh, coming up next Tuesday at Seneca uh, so that's just about a week away no doubt about it. Lady Indians are really struggling, really struggling to score points. Uh, they've they've had some talent uh, that they've lost uh, for various reasons. Uh, so they're they're trying to rebuild their program. Yeah, and they are, and that's the one thing that. <laughs> Seneca's coach down there has done a good job of it is they play really hard watching them on film Mike um, they do struggle to score uh, so that's something that we got to be aware of but the efforts there uh, they play really hard it looks a lot like Monette and East Newton the the way that they crash the boards the way they fly around on defense and so uh, you you can't look at a team's record and take anybody um I guess lightly, you mm-hmm. you know. So we got to go down there ready to go, ready to compete. You know, it is on their home court. So even though they might uh, be struggling to score, 
it's on their court. And so they practice there every day. They shoot there every day. And, and we can't allow them to come out and have success and, and then make it a, a, a ball game. So we got to come out on the defensive end, apply that pressure that we have uh, most of the season, especially here the last couple of games, and just get up and get after them. Uh, you know, they are a little younger team, so th- uh, the inexperience is there. Uh, and I feel like if we can come out and play like we have the last couple of games, uh, then there won't be any questions at all. Well, after uh, seeing them on Tuesday, then you've got, of course, the Frontenac Tournament next week as well. We'll talk about that next week. Point of the question being, you do have four games next week, so you do have a very active week. So how much of that, when having so much time off this this week, having no time in the gym next week, how does that enter your thought process? Uh, it, it really doesn't because this, this point in our season, Mike, I, I feel like we're in – decent basketball shape uh and it's one of those things where uh a game or two even if if we're off like the rest of this week uh you play a couple games it doesn't take long to get back into it uh you know we saw the struggle against web city uh after the uh christmas break and so i felt like by by thursday against monette though we had our legs back underneath us and then definitely had our legs back underneath us uh against east newton so um you know that that the thing to me though is going from uh, some games here and there to having four games in one week, uh, what, are the, what are our legs are going to look like Friday and Saturday? Uh, Frontenac's always a super competitive tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm excited to see uh, the bracket when it comes out, hopefully this weekend, like you said before, I guess, pre-talk, a pre-talk yeah, talk. Yeah, so, yeah, we talk um, a lot. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to remember when we talk remember about Remember when the mic yeah. was on and not. But um, <laughs> when the, the bracket comes out, because there's always there's always good teams. I mean, teams from Oklahoma come. Yep. Uh, there's there's Kansas schools, yes. Missouri. So Fort Scott's undefeated. Yeah, Fort Scott's undefeated. They're, they returned a lot of experience over, over the last couple of years. So uh, it's, it's going to be good for us because then we come right back into conference play and finish that out. And, and uh, we need that because – we know who's down the line. We have Lamar up to the Frontenac tournament now and, and Cassville and, and Mack County. So we got to be ready for that. And, uh, you know, that, that this is only, this is only going to make us better no matter what happens, but we got to show up and compete and be ready to go no matter who it is that we play. Yep, that Frontenac bracket normally comes out on Saturday or Sunday, the week before the tournament. So that should be coming out this weekend. Uh, it's actually a, a simple process for their seating, but it's, it, but it's an interesting process where it is strictly on record. They don't care who you are or who you played. It is basically, Based on your record. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. I mean, because there's like last year, you know, we played Blue Springs and I, I don't even I don't know if they were the one seed or not, but it's just like that's a classic school coming down here with, you know, class three and four. Uh, and the Veda boys won that tournament one year as an eight seed. Yeah, that's what's that's what's crazy. I mean, it's possible, you know, anything could happen. So, um, you know, that, that's what I like about it, because even though you might be the eight seed and, and somebody uh, who has got a maybe a little uh weaker schedule than you do uh they might be that one seed and, and you just play from behind already being the eighth seed and and so um you know go go over there and play basketball and just see what happens yeah absolutely well we're going to cover that on next wednesday show always a always always a lot of fun over there i always enjoy going over there and a lot of fun and and, and you see a lot of teams that you don't normally see yeah. so uh, so that's that's certainly the intriguing part of it but we'll look forward to that next week enjoy the rest of your week off and and uh, uh well, if you 
if you're not busy, you can drive to Granby again on Friday. Well, I don't know if I'll do that. I'll definitely be listening to it. Hopefully, I mean, you can get plugged in and yeah. they'll, they'll give well, you some I think access. We're going to be radio only on Friday, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. Well, then I'll just listen to yeah. it. But, um, you know, it's always been East Newton and Nevada Boys have always had that that battle. So uh, it's going to be a good one. But you do such a great job. I'll just I'll just tune Thanks. in and listen to you yeah. and, and yeah, save be, that travel. You'll find Lamar's game and watch it anyway. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Blake, keep it rolling. Yeah, thank you, Mike. We appreciate it. That's Nevada Lady Tiger head coach Blake Howarth. We'll come back and uh, talk boys basketball. Head coach Sean Gray after this timeout on Tiger Talk.